The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. I was uh, introduced to the power of music for those who are critically ill or dying. It's a long story and I will tell you about it coming up. But it's one of the reasons why I wanted to have our next guests on today. They are members of a new choir formed in Edmonton, but part of an international movement to provide music for those who are critically ill and dying. It's called the Voice of Compassion Threshold Choir, and four members of the local chapter join me in studio this afternoon. I'd like to say hello to Valda Roberts, who is the founder. Hi, Val- Val- Valda. Am Hi, I right? Yep. Yeah. Closer to the microphone there. Yeah. Christine. Hello. So- so- Sogi. Sogi. Christine Sogi over here is the director. Donna Lynn Duffy Power. Hello, Jalen. Is the communications director. And Cindy Williamson is the uh, music director. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it make me nervous. There's going to a whole bunch of people listening, families <laughs> listening in. Valda, give me an idea. I know... Um, that um, this chapter just started, what, just a few months ago, right? No, we started two years ago. Okay. But we have um, just in the last six months gone what we call bedside. Okay. Which means we have been practicing and know a repertoire of music that has been specifically written for threshold choirs. Mm -hmm. So we are singing the same music as our singing sisters and brothers in... Pittsburgh or Palo Palo Alto or wherever. So tell us about uh, Threshold Choirs. I mean, because if I remember correctly, um, the other chapters have been, some of them have been around for quite some time. Yes. um, In the late 90s, a woman named Kate Munger uh, found herself bedside at a friend's uh, passing. Mm -hmm. He was dying of HIV AIDS. And she found herself singing to him out of partially out of nervousness and partially out of not knowing what to do for him and we came to the realization that that e- made him at more at ease in his time so it took a couple more years for it to gel for her and by the year 2000 uh, the first actual threshold choir started in uh, Palo Alto, California, yeah. and in the Bay Area. The yeah. other choirs subsequently grew. And to date, there are 200 and s- over 200 chapters worldwide. Amazing. Amazing. And uh, people coming together to provide, I'm going to say, comfort. Very much. Um, and I don't know. I, I get. I talk about it. And I get. I get. I get goosebumps. And I get a little teary talking about it. But it's 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 comfort in different ways. But I, I think not just for the patient, but maybe the family as well. Most definitely, we know that hearing is one of the last things mm. to go when a person is transitioning. Uh, we call them travelers, <laughs> and. When we go bedside, we are only ever there when we're invited by family. And so family is often present with us. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we, our aim is to bring comfort and ease to a time that is often full of agitation and yeah. um, remorse. And, and, and because it can be. I mean, if, if you've had uh, a loved one pass, um, and, and, and depending on how it is, you know, some, you know, go gentle, but at other times it, it can be quite traumatic. It can be um, difficult, 
uh, I remember, you know, um, you know, when my father-in-law passed away mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, um, and you know, there there was a there was a time, you know, a couple of days beforehand where it was really restless and you know, kind of fighting things, and and I sometimes wonder what more we could have done to to help in that moment, especially for a man who loved music. Correct. Yeah. Right. So you're okay. So uh, Christine, when did you get involved? I've been involved since the very beginning. Since the very beginning, mm-hmm. Donna Lynn? I started uh, the year in November. Cindy? I think I was her first recruit. Her uh, first recruit. Okay, <laughs> so I, 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 I'm curious to know why you wanted to be a part of this. Who wants to start? Let's start over here. Well, I, I have uh, quite a long history of singing in choirs, in family, church, whatever. Um, but I also have a background of working as a social worker okay. uh, at the Stollery in the Pediatric Intensive Care mm. Unit. So I was very fortunate to um, <laughs> be with families when children were uh, passing away and, and supporting uh, the child and, and the family. And so it was um, something that I always remembered and I, I wanted to continue in supporting families and and but in a different way. Donna Lynn, Cindy, I mean, there's a difference between, you know, sitting around a piano on Christmas Eve and singing Christmas tunes and, and circling somebody who's, who's, uh, who's transitioning, who's, who's passing. Um, why was it important for you to be involved? Well, I first um, heard about the choir from my sister, who is involved in her own threshold choir in London, Ontario. Okay. And um, I come from a... Uh, I was operatically trained and um, took a long hiatus from singing. And my sister contacted me and she said, Donalyn, this choir, you really got to see if there's one in Edmonton. And so I looked and I saw the Facebook page and... Um, I honestly, from the moment I met the group of women that are in that circle and heard the beautiful music, it is so simple, but it is so beautiful. Uh, the harmonics are nothing like I've experienced before. Um, I just, I thought this is this is really a way for me to come back to music. Um, it's not, it's not. We're not performing. Um, we are a service choir. Cindy. I think that was the number one thing. The number one thing for me when Valda first told this particular story was the how it resonated with a call to service with something that you love to do. So for me, it was an easy fit. I'm doing something for someone. I'm perhaps giving them pleasure or uh, compassion or showing some emotion in the moment. And there is a feedback for all of us. Mm-hmm. We do get a feel good out of all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I want to talk to you about that because I think some people would be like, I mean, if you're there, and I'm just going to be real. If you know, for those of us who have sat with someone who is who is passing, um, you know, as I said, it can be very peaceful. It can be very difficult as well. Um, but you're also doing this for s- strangers, um, and you're being invited into a, a a time in their life, the end of their life, which is a very intimate, very oftentimes private setting. Um, let's talk about that and what you are getting out of this as 
you want to take a break here we'll 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 talk about that when we come back okay sounds like a deal it is um the edmonton chapter of the threshold singers compassion choir we'll find out more after this Joining me in studio this afternoon, uh, the Edmonton chapter of the Threshold Singers Voices of Compassion Choir. And it's a a group of folks who have come together and... um, they sing to people who are who are dying and in groups of three i mean it's not like we have 15 or 20 people going into a room or into a to a bedroom into someone's house uh, home it is you know groups of of three um i had asked before the break to think about this about what it is that you're that you're getting out of this and and valda as the founder i'm going i'm going to start with you what is it that you get out of this um i come from a family that's always been of service My parents were in service organizations, the Elks, Legion, etc. My mother's misnomer was, if you have nothing to do, don't do it here. (laughs) We got stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so it was a way for me to expand my musical knowledge, but to also be of service. And the first time I heard about Threshold Choirs, I got goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just went, wow, that sounds amazing. Um, got a hold of Threshold International, had a very lengthy conversation with them. And uh, after that, they said, why don't you form one in Edmonton? Because there isn't one. Christine, um, what have you learned through all of this? What have you learned? I'm you know, putting, yeah, putting you on the spot here. Learned like, did you, did you take anything away from the families that you're around? Um, what have you learned about just the whole experience? Well, I think it takes courage to invite people in during a really intimate time. Yeah, and um, I, I think that to be a part of that is a privilege. Mm-hmm. So I, I. I consider it just that, just a privilege, and to be singing again and to, you know, be putting that vibration out there. Donalyn, what an honor to be invited in um, at, at a time like this to take part, to help guide someone through this. It's, it's amazing. It is. It is a really special moment where suddenly you're in a room with people that you just feel so connected to uh, so quickly. Um, and, you know, the, most of the time, the person who is passing uh, is, is not cognitively aware that we are there, but you still have a sense that they know. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's, it's just their face softening, their, their breath changing. Um, so absolutely, it has been a life-changing experience for me. Life-changing for you, Cindy? Um, in, in all the ways that the lady said, but... Really, I have to say, too, we do have a camaraderie amongst ourselves, and um, I love my sisters. Yeah. Like, I love these girls. How do you not end up crying? Ah. Oh, we do. Okay, because <laughs> I'm there just thinking times. about it, and I get yeah. all teary, but I'm a, I'm a bit of a wimp these days. We've been ber- very blessed to have been offered hospice training mm. through Edmonton's Pilgrim Hospice. So all of us that are going bedside and are ready to go bedside and know enough music off by heart um, have taken the hospice training, okay. which is a, a, a blessing for us. What, what feedback do you get from the families after all is said and done? I don't know who wants to answer that one. <laughs> well, 
once their loved one has passed, it generally is, hey, when I go, you can come and sing for me too. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of levity, Maya, a little bit of levity. We've been thanked by families. Yeah. Um, we've been called in, called to service in um, uh, different seniors' lodges yeah. um, and places like that. So we know that we're appreciated by the staff there who have let the families know that yeah. we're available. How does... Because we're free. Uh, yeah, you're free. Mm-hmm. How does someone get a hold of you if 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 someone is coming to that to that point and 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 they and and they think hey you know we want to do this how how do we get in touch how do they find out we are on facebook we are under the voices of compassion threshold choir um and anyone can make connection with us through facebook uh if people were more curious about the choir they can certainly visit our international website and that's www.thresholdchoir.org. I mean little, little time issues though right I mean if it's okay my my goodness we think that someone is going to pass today mm-hmm. can I get a hold of you today and that can yes. happen we have postcards that are in really? a, a number of centers that we have produced and put out into the into the community and we try to be as responsive as possible our group has a um a little uh, group on WhatsApp so that we can instantly message each other. And we do. We instantly message and say, hi, we've been called to bedside. Who's available and at this location go. this Fine evening? Be- In our experience, we've, we've found that sometimes when we are tardy, it's not a good thing. No, no, you can't be too late. Um, this is a strange question, but someone wanted to know about how you dress. You just wear everyday clothing to it. I don't know why they'd be interested in that, but... Um, we don't have an outfit no. per se. Okay. We're talking about having a common look and wearing jewel mm-hmm. tones. Okay. We try to wear clothing that, not bright, bright colors or, you know, really highly stimulating. Just something things. a little bit more muted, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and the music, and the music that you sing, and we're going to hear a little bit uh, coming up, but the music you sing, um, and it has been, ret- been written for Threshold Choirs um, mm-hmm. uh, around North America, um, I, I thought maybe you were doing music that was already out there. It's not. We have been asked on occasion to sing a, a specific piece that was meaningful to somebody like Amazing Grace. Mm. Traditionally, the Threshold Choirs don't have any religious affiliation. So we try to veer away from lot of music that has religious connotation because we want to be available and respectful to all denominations before i let you go and before i have you sing um to finish this up if people want to get involved maybe you're looking for some new members how do they how can they do that again through the facebook page yeah we are indeed looking for singers who might be interested in joining us uh, we do have room for expansion yeah. and they can find us on our Voices of Compassion Facebook page then we have a little conversation with them and uh, go from there someone wondering if there are male voices a lot of choirs do have male voices traditionally a lot of the music is written for three part female voices okay. but uh, we have had a male work with us in the past if you've got some skills we want you <laughs> some of your texts coming in saying you know you're doing amazing work for people in a very special time um, 
and uh, yeah, just people wanting to be a part of this. So thank you so right. much. Um, before we let you go here again, thank you for coming in. It is the Edmonton chapter of the Threshold Singers Voices of Compassion Choir. They're going to sing us out here into break. Great. 